Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's Let's start start with with Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For over 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death, and so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Have you read the books by Neil Donald Walsh, Conversations with God, as a poor an often homeless man, eventually had questions and answers with who he believed was God in the middle of the night, waking up and filling dozens and dozens of yellow legal pads with what became a most extraordinary conversation. In our episode today, I want to talk about this subject called inspired or automatic writing. I think it's important to talk about the term trance, channeling, and to perhaps open the idea to you that through writing, there's an opportunity to continue the relationship you have with your loved one. 
Just a few episodes ago, we talked electronic voice phenomena, which is difficult. It takes time. It takes practice. I am a firm believer that our loved ones are closer than we could ever imagine and that they communicate with us through our thoughts and our feelings. What if we have a journal dedicated to our loved one and we open it up and have that conversation? I don't think right away it may be possible, but who knows, to have 100% of their words flow through our hands. In the beginning, it might be 1% them and 99% us, but in time, more of them can come through. Our loved ones need us to know that they're still alive, that they're healthy, that they're well, that we're going to see them again. They try when they can to make a visitation within a dream. I do think they do subtle things to bring our attention to look at a license plate or a sign that may have their name on it. I know for myself, I have moments that I'm driving in the car and I feel my grandmother sitting next to me. It's so easy to chalk that up to our imagination, but that's precisely how they communicate with us. So if you're open to this, I'd like to build upon this today, this thought of inspired or what many people call automatic writing. There is a difference. We will refer to it as automatic writing, but technically automatic writing is a bit of something else. We've heard of physical mediums and people that go into a trance-like state who are not aware of the surroundings. And the spirit person can speak through him or her. If you've listened to the show for a while, our good friend Scott Milligan is one of these trance mediums. Automatic writing is having someone in that trance-like state, eyes closed, pen in hand, or with a hand on what's called a planchette, and the hand moves, can either draw pictures or can write True automatic writing is something to behold, and it's very rare. Some people, with their eyes closed, have written different languages. In one of the trance classes I took years ago, one of my fellow class members wrote in Chinese, and he does not speak Chinese. Someone else wrote identically to the writing of one of the loved ones in the class, perfectly wrote their name, how this loved one would write it. Also, someone else, eyes closed, wrote something, and the only way it could be read was held up to a mirror. The term automatic writing for most people means something different. It's what's called inspired writing. These are times when you are awake, but perhaps in that daydream state, when you have your hand to paper or fingers on a keyboard And words come to your mind and you just write them down as you hear them. Not too long ago, you heard from Frances Key, whose mother came to her shortly after she passed while she was a passenger on the airplane. She's convinced it was her mother's words. However, the mother started sharing what ended up being four books worth of information about life, death, and the afterlife. I talked to my friend Pam Johnson yesterday, who recently wrote a book called Supernatural Love, and she claims she wrote it with her husband, Alan. 
he would just tell me things, he says, write this down. And a lot of times he didn't want to just talk mind to mind. He'd say, I want you to remember this. And if I tell you, you're going to forget it. So I'd write it down. So I encourage people to just start reaching out to whoever it is, your partner, your mother, your child, whoever it is you want to talk to and say, okay, I want to talk to you. You hold them in your mind, maybe see them in your mind or just say their name and just and ask them a question or just say, what do you want to tell me? And just believe that they're talking to you. Because the thing is, I know from working with the spirit world that even if the first sentence is something you made up, they're going to start inserting their thoughts into your mind. That's just, that's just how it is because you asked for that. So they just start giving it to you. You just have to prime the pump with what you're writing and then the, it starts gushing. You know, they just let it in. So I tell people all the time, just write, just believe you're writing to them. And I've had people tell me that sometimes the first time they start writing and they go, oh my God, I know that's not me. Like I would have never written that or that sounds like my husband or my mother or whatever. So you just have to jump in. It's not really hard, especially channeling our loved ones because we already have the connection. Channeling your family members, your, you know, your spouse, your best friend, we're all one. How could it be hard? unless you believe it's hard. That's the only stumbling block is that people don't believe or they've been conditioned, as you and I know, that all of this is make-believe or even worse, that if you say you see these things or hear these things, that you're going to get locked up. Pam, she says she's channeled her husband, Alan. She means she's brought through the words of Alan. Some people call themselves channels, and do channeling, and you may see them on YouTube. They are people who are supposedly channeling beings from other planets, the Mother Mary, the Ascended Masters. While they may or may not be, for me, that does not prove the existence of the afterlife. I always caution people to use your best judgment. And if something someone says resonates with your soul, empowers you to live your best life, by all means, use it. But the world of channeling, I think, can be our imagination. But not only that, my friend, you and I are each divine souls having a human experience. Have you ever had a time where great ideas seem to come to you from out of nowhere? Now that could be spirit guides and loved ones, but it's also your soul. We all have a very powerful soul that knows the answers, that's incredibly wise. So we can tap into our own divinity. We can ask questions, get great answers. Some people get into the zone and can write music, poetry, do tremendous works of art. Time seems to go by so quickly. I believe those are times when we can be channeling our own soul, our own divine wisdom. The world of trance, to me, is something different. Trance, someone speaks through you who actually existed once. We will hear towards the end of the episode some words from Scott Milligan on this subject, and we will hear some words through Scott Milligan's trance mediumship from Eric, who is a man who died towards the end of the 1800s. Today, I'd like to share some words 
from a gentleman who you may not know his name, but you know his work. He's the film producer of movies such as Somewhere in Time and What Dreams May Come. He's the author of the book, What Dreams Have Come. And he too, Stephen Simon, wrote this book with his wife, who is in the unseen world. So bottom line, use and trust your own instinct. Personally, I would like all of us by the end of this episode, if we are interested, to try this inspired writing as a tool for us to be in touch with our loved one on a regular basis so that you know they really are by your side. Once we transition to the other side, do we have all knowledge of the universe? I think we have it at our disposal so we can learn it in the halls of learning, but we have to learn it, discover it, practice it. If you talk to your loved one that you're going to start inspired writing as a way to be in touch with them and for their words to be said through you, I'm sure every time you make that date, they'll be there with you. Again, in the beginning, it can be 1% them, 99% you. But through practice and through paying attention to your own feelings, more of them can come through. We need to be in the proper mindset to do it, but I know it is real. Here are some words by author Neil Donald Walsh. Is this his divine soul speaking? Is he channeling God? It doesn't matter if to you, this is the voice of truth. Do what you do for the sheer joy of it. Do what you choose, not what someone else chooses for you. Truth and God are found in the same place, in the silence. Mine is always your highest thought, your clearest word, your grandest feeling. Anything less is from another source. Remember I said earlier that it could be 99% us and 1% them as time goes on and as you practice inspired writing or automatic writing, it could be more and more them or more and more your divine soul. You'll find it in the silence. You'll find it when you say a little prayer to those who love you that are listening and you'll find it the more on your journey you go. So let's go to our break, and then we'll be back with words from author and movie producer Stephen Simon. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out. With BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash shades. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. And as promised, I want you to hear some words from producer Stephen Simon, who was a film producer of some great movies. There was one on Conversations with God, Somewhere in Time with Jane Seymour and Christopher Reeve, and What Dreams May Come. When I caught up with Stephen, I asked him how he got involved in the afterlife. Here's our conversation. When I look back on my life, I realize that my entire life was designed to lead to right now. That everything that I have done in my professional and spiritual context has been to lead to this. And here's why I say this. I had my first spiritual experience when I was about five, almost six years old. My birth father had suddenly died. My mother remarried and we moved into a different house with my stepfather. And when we moved into that house, I began having visitations from what I told my mother and my stepfather was a man in my wall. And I would say to them, there's a man in my wall at night. And they would say, oh, are you scared? No, I'm not scared. He helps me. He's there. Well, I didn't know it then. And my parents were were not on a spiritual path. I didn't know it then, but I knew it later. Of course, that was my dad. And he was there to comfort me. And that was my first exposure. When I started growing up, 
when I was a teenager. What movies did I like? It's a Wonderful Life, Lost Horizons, The Ghost and Mrs. Muir, you know, those kinds of films. And I grew up in the film industry. My dad was a writer and a producer and a studio head at Columbia in the 40s. He made movies with Abbott and Costello and Red Skelton was his best friend. I remember on Sundays that the Marx Brothers and all these great comedians would show up at our house. And unfortunately, he suddenly passed away when I was five. But my mother then remarried another film producer. So I was brought into the film business in a very young way and into spirituality in a very young way. But I didn't want to get into the film business right away. And I did other things. I worked in politics. Don't hold it against me, but I was a lawyer for a while. Okay. But I don't go to meetings anymore. I don't, you know, I've gotten through that phase. You're funny. But I always knew I was going to get into the film industry. So one day I walked into a bookstore right around my 30th birthday. I walked into a bookstore and the clerk there knew that I loved what we at that point called fantasy books. And he said, the great science fiction author, Richard Matheson, has a new book. It's called Bid Time Return. You should read it. So I took it home. I read it. The minute I read it, I thought, that's it. I need to get into the film business because I need to make this movie. That movie became, three years later, Somewhere in Time. I begged my way into a job with an incredible film producer named Ray Stark, who had done Funny Girl, Funny Lady, The Way We Were, uh, Annie. I mean, he was a prolific producer. And I begged my way into that job. The very first thing I did was find out who the agent was for Richard Matheson. I called, I set up a lunch. Richard and I met, became lifelong friends. He became my spiritual mentor as well. And I said, look, I have no clue how to produce a movie, Richard, but when I do, this is going to be my first movie. Will you just shake my hand and agree to let me do that? And he was so bemused by that. He said, of course. And we shook hands. And three years later, we made Somewhere in Time. While we were making Somewhere in Time, while we were prepping it, he gave me the galleys for his next book, which was What Dreams May Come. And I started working on that. That took me 20 years to do for a whole bit, bunch of different reasons. But it was something I knew I had to do. I mean, this has been and continues to be for me a very purpose-driven life, mm -hmm. very purpose-driven life. I knew this is what I was meant to do. And then we formed the Spiritual Cinema Circle. My partner, Gay Hendricks, and I, and Gay and Katie Hendricks and I formed the Spiritual Cinema Circle, yes. which we operated for 16 years, spiritual films. Now... All of this leads to me meeting my interwoven soul, Lauren. Lauren and I had both gone through two very unsuccessful marriages before we met each other. We both had two biological kids and I have an adopted daughter, brought an adopted daughter into the mix. So there were five of them. The minute I saw her, she turned around in a movie theater and I happened to see her and we both had the same reaction, which we talked about later, not in the moment, which is, oh, there she is. Oh, there he is. Oh my goodness. We did it. We met on the, the night we were supposed to meet. And from that point forward, it was obvious that we were going to be together. We got married. It, it was an extraordinary time together. And I was the happiest I have ever been in my life. And I know that I will never reach that level again until we're reunited. On uh, January 3rd of 2018, I went to 
uh, do an early morning workout at the gym. I came home and I knew Lauren had been up later than me the night before she was watching television, watching a movie. And she was still asleep. It was around eight. And she usually was not asleep that long, but I figured, well, she was up late. I waited and then I went up later and I walked in the room and our dog was lying very quiet next to her. It didn't even raise her head when I walked in the room and I walked around the bed and I found that she was gone and had been gone for a while because when I touched her to try to do compressions, when I got 9-11 on the phone, 911 on the phone, she was cold. I, I knew she was gone. And it was later confirmed to me that she had been for several hours. She had an undiscovered heart arrhythmia and had just passed away peacefully uh, in her sleep, which is, I understand, the way most angels do transition when they transition. Needless to say, it devastated me. And um, I haven't been the same since. And I assume I probably never will be, but that's okay. Lauren and I had talked at length about this eventuality. We thought that it was going to be me because I was 17 years younger, uh, older than Lauren, which <laughs> I always, when I say that, I hear her saying to me now in my ear, and now it's 20, honey, on its way to 21. It's getting up there. You're getting older and older. Anyway, we thought it was going to be me. And we talked a lot about it. Lauren is a very spiritual being. Lauren is an intuitive herself and a therapist, we actually designed our afterlife experience together. She asked me, she said, honey, I think we should do this. She had a sense of this, of what was coming. I know she did. And we did. And I wrote it down and she said, put it in an envelope and seal it because I, I want you to have it to read later. I didn't really pay a lot of attention to the specificity of her words at that point. I want you to have it to read later, which I do now quite a lot. We had already talked about being in touch. Well, for the first six weeks, when I was a complete and utter basket case, I remember one night I called my dear friend, Neil Donald Walsh, who wrote the Conversations with God books, and Neil has been a dear friend for 20 years. And I called Neil one night, and I was so completely gone with grief. And I was sobbing, and I couldn't talk for a while. And God bless Neil. He's the most patient person. And he just waited he didn't say anything. He just waited. And finally, I got out barely. Neil, I'm out of my mind with grief. And he said, good. And I was like, what? And he said, good, Stephen, you got to be out of your mind now and in your heart, because that's where you're going to spend the rest of your life. And boy, did that ever make a difference. And Lauren, after six weeks, made her first contact, which I talk about, we talk about extensively in the book, and I'm not going to get into here. But she made her first contact, and I knew that we would always be together from that, and we have a lot of contact together. I was making notes on my feelings on yellow pads of paper, and sometimes I couldn't even read them the next day because I'd, I'd been so upset when I wrote them. But I had several pads of paper fade out the end of September 2018. I went to Ashland, which is about four hours south of me here to see uh, one of our daughters and have lunch, have dinner with Neil and his wife. And I have to say this, for the six months before that, Ashland had received no rain and there was a drought going on down there. It's important. We had dinner in a restaurant where I was facing the front windows of the restaurant. 
And of course, they said, how are you? And I said, you know, I'm making all these notes. And Neil, you know, I'm beginning to feel like you must have. And I'm thinking this is a book. At that exact moment, there was a huge lightning strike outside the restaurant. Huge. And then thunder. And then Neil said, okay, and I know what the title has to be. What, Neil? It has to be What Dreams Have Come. Have Come. Another lightning strike. You can and I'm like, bumps over here. holy mackerel. We were definitely aware we weren't in Kansas anymore. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. And I said, okay, well, then I guess I should start writing the book. Another writing, uh, lightning strike. And then it hit me and I said, and I think Lauren and I are supposed to write this together. Another lightning strike. And then it was over. And then we spent the rest of the night going how the heck did this happen? Right. Lauren and I started writing the book together then, and we published it last year. And that kind of brings you up to date. First of all, wow. <laughs> wow. I've read, I think, all of Neil Donald Walsh's books. And I remember seeing the movie that I think you produced. I produced and directed that movie, yes. It was an amazing experience making a movie about one of my dearest friends mm-hmm. who is still alive. Right. Not too many people get movies made about them when they're still alive. And we shot it in Ashland where he lived as a homeless man before he got these messages. That's right. And uh, it was an extraordinary thing. I think this is a good time to break for our break before we get on to the next subject with Stephen Simon. His book is What Dreams Have Come, written by him and his wife, Lauren, from the other side. I hope you're getting that little itch that needs to be scratched about trying this for yourself, trying inspired writing as a way for you to be in touch with someone you love. They are invisible to your eye, but they are not invisible to your heart. You can feel them, they are alive, and they want you to know it. So let's go to the break and we'll be back with more Stephen Simon. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're talking to Stephen Simon, author of the book, What Dreams Have Come, and producer of the movie, What Dreams May Come. This is him talking about the movie, Conversations with God. Probably the most important moment in the entire movie, and it was something I didn't know if Neil would go along with or not, and I wasn't going to do it without his permission. But there is a moment when Neil first, the book first comes out and he starts talking to groups. He has just spoken in a bookstore and a woman has approached him and he processes something with her and he goes outside and his assistant comes out and says, are you okay? And he says, what if I'm making all this up? What, what if this is just me? What if I'm making all this up? And, you know, it goes on from that because Neil had told me that, that he had in the beginning a lot of questions about, is this me making this up so I can write a book or is this really happening? After a while, he became much more comfortable with that. And I, and I will tell you that this communication I have with Lauren, I wondered that a lot myself. When you are devastated, when you are completely heartbroken and grief stricken, can you make, could you make this up, Stephen? And all you're doing is trying to comfort yourself. And when people ask me that, they say, how do you know? Mm-hmm. My answer is, I don't. I can't 100% tell you that it is real. This is about beliefs. And I can't, quote, prove it, unquote. So I have to say to people, well, 99 and 999 tenths of a thousand, I'm certain. But you'll have to make up your own mind about that. And I think that also extends to how we see the afterlife. You know, in, in dreams, it is an, a magnificent painted world that Robin uh, wakes up into. And there was a lot that went behind that. And there's a reason that the people who did those effects won the Academy Award that year for it, because it was just mind boggling. And Mm -hmm. our our incredible production designer, Eugenio Zanetti, who also got nominated for Academy Award. But the whole conceit of that is that he went someplace he was comfortable because his wife painted. His wife was the curator at a museum. It was a way they conversed. They had paintings all over their house and it gave him handrails 
to move himself into the afterlife. And everything that he experienced were images from his own life. And one of the things that I believe strongly in this experience now is that the afterlife is not one size fits all. The life is certainly not, is it? No. <laughs> you know, very different people with very different beliefs. So why can't a person's afterlife experience reflect their beliefs in life? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you believe it is going to be the traditional religious God, then it should be. And if you believe it's something different, then it should be that. And there's unlimited space. And I am assured by Lauren that what we've designed is what we are going to experience. I love that. I agree. And you said it earlier when you're out of your mind with grief, but into your heart. I think the same thing holds true, Stephen. When you read Conversations with God, when you read your book, there's a feeling, an emotion. There's something that resonates with our soul that this is the real deal. You know, it's not you. I mean, could be part you, part Lauren, could be part Neil, part God. But the truth just resonates to our soul that these are divine words. Let's listen. And I I also think we're learning something now as we have been. You know, Sandra, if you go back, at least in America, this what you might call spiritual movement that is has much in common with religion and with religious beliefs, but has much that is different, really didn't start in earnest in this country until the 50s, 1950s at Esalen and at other places around the country at Esalen and Big Sur when these big thoughts started and then all of that literature flooded into the world. You know, it's Wayne Dyer's work, it's Neil's work, it's James Redfield's work. I mean, all of that came into the world. Well, you haven't seen one of those since Illusion. Ah, yes. And the reason for that is now the information's out there. Right. And I think people are beginning to resonate with that. And because of that, we are learning a different language and it is a language of the heart. You know, there was a movie many years ago that had a great line in it. The heart is a mysterious organ. It plays by its own rules. And to that, I would most humbly add that the brain does not understand because it is a different language. And learning to experience the language of the heart is challenging. It is exhilarating. It can be frustrating. But it is a new way of being. And I I, I believe that for those who have these communications and since we published the book and since people such as yourself have been kind enough to have me on to talk about it, the emails that I've been receiving from people and the responses to the book have been so gratifying because at the end of the day, the reason that Lauren and I really did this was to say to people, hey, you're not alone. Don't let people tell you you're crazy. You can talk about this with people. And if they don't want to hear it, then those aren't people who should be in in your tribe around you. You know, I mean, that you you shouldn't have to experience that. And I'm glad that we are giving some people some consensual validation that there are millions of us who are experiencing this. There there are Facebook groups that are completely dedicated 
to this, to people who have lost spouses physically, but are still communicating through the veil. Absolutely. So hoping it'll never be mainstream, which is a word I hate anyway, <laughs> because <laughs> it usually means, well, it, it really doesn't say much of anything, but it doesn't offend anybody. You know, I would rather make movies like I've made, like Somewhere in Time and What Dreams May Come, that people either love or hate. And I can tell you, <laughs> they either love or hate both of those movies. There are very few people in the middle. And to me, that's art. Absolutely. You try to make everybody happy, you make no one happy. Tell us a little bit about the book. And what does it feel like when you write that you know it's Lauren, if that makes sense? Yeah, when we were actually writing the book, it was mostly in the second year after Lauren had transitioned. It was mostly in 2019. It was automatic writing. When I was feeling Lauren, and people said, you know, well, when you converse with Lauren, do you hear her voice? And my answer is, no, (laughs) I don't. Because her voice was a part of her body, and her body was cremated. It doesn't exist anymore. So I don't hear her voice, but I feel her words in my heart. And I know my wife. We've been together a long time. I've had So many mediums, (laughs) Um, and one in particular, a very dear friend who you may know, Alison Dubois, talk about this. And it's like, you know, Stephen, you guys have been doing this for so long. You don't really need anybody to help you communicate with each other. When that all happens, it it, your life changes. It is becomes the focus of your life, and this is the focus of my life. And I hope that when the time comes that I do reunion with Lauren we will have left behind a marker for people who have these kinds of love. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a spouse. It can be a a, a mother, a father, a child. I've gotten some heart-rending emails from people who have lost children and then have reconnected with them on the other side of the veil. And it's why when I said in the beginning, my whole life seems like it has been funneled into this as my final public facing project. You know, I have no idea when I'm going to rejoin Lauren. Only my soul knows that. But in the meantime, we have this. We have five amazing adult kids and four amazing grandchildren. Hint, hint to a couple of daughters with more to come. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, it, 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 it's taken me almost four years to get to a place where I actually feel I'm a, kind of emotionally okay, mm-hmm. at least most of the time. But as most people know, grief, the best quote I ever heard about grief is that grief lasts as long as love does. Makes sense. That's the case. The more we love, the more it hurts. Uh, you know, we are connected. And when my dad passed, we were so close and it really took about four years before I felt like this dark cloud started to let go. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm coming back. And grief is an automatic process that, you know, we can certainly do things to help ourselves, but we need to really be gentle on ourselves. And when the time comes, does let up. But until then, like you have made such a difference, your movies, your words, your books, I I don't even know all about the spiritual cinema and things that you've created there, but they'll live on forever, Stephen. And people have that 
aha moment by watching a film, not even expecting it. And that has the power to set people on their spiritual journey. It, it does. And I, I'm, uh, I feel very fortunate. I have been gifted with all this. Th- this is something that I, I knew I needed to do when I came here. And when I recognized what my life purpose was, the universe just created it for me. And um, I basically needed to stay out of the way. Um, yes, getting dreams made after 20 years was 20 years of people telling me you can't, forgetting the fact that no one will ever go see this movie, Stephen, no one will ever know how to make it. Right. And for a long time, that was true. Until I found the guy, Vincent Ward, who's a brilliant director from New Zealand, who knew exactly how to make it. And he did. Stephen's film, What Dreams May Come, that took him 20 years to produce, won seven Academy Awards when it came out back in 1998. You never know what can happen if you follow your dreams. So it's time for our next break, and we'll be back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and I forgot to mention that Stephen Simon's website is what dreams have come.com. 
now. Wouldn't it be nice to hear what the afterlife thinks of inspired writing and how we can be in touch with our loved ones? Yep, we can do it. As I told you earlier, one of our dearest friends is Scott Milligan. 26 years he's been sitting on behalf of the spirit world. The most loving and wonderful messages come through his transmediumship through the voice of Eric Robert Johnston, who passed at the end of the 1800s. I've sat with Scott over 200 hours now and have moderated questions and answers with Mr. Eric on life, death, and the afterlife. Great questions, and you're always welcome to join us. So I'm going to first play some words from Scott. This is from our class this week. He teaches a class called Trance and the Altered States online, just so you can hear his voice. And then you'll hear from Mr. Eric. The attunement must be correct. And I'm so excited to see so many people on the wonderful social media sharing their gift. But what I'm concerned is, are they at that level yet to share their gift? By all means, in the safety of a circle and the safety of the environment will really excel you forward. But also, once you go public, you're opening yourself up to criticism, which is chink to your armor, which you really have to work to get over as things go on. But I want you all to have a long jeopardy with our gift, within our movement, and to make yourself available to the spirit world so the spirit world can then use you for rare opportunities. Part of the development was to say to the spirit world, if you need me, take what is needed. Guide me to where I'm meant to be so that I can sweep the path. And the moment we started to offer those thoughts, I kind of asked myself, why was I allowed to sit every night in a seance with Colin Fry, David Thompson, Stuart Alexander, and Joan Averson, and for my own development, and rare occasions, Polly as well? Why is it that I was allowed to go to Cobra Hill and sit next to the mediums that were demonstrating, or be able to go and stay with Eileen Davies and live with David Thompson, and to then go to Mavis Patilla's house and be with her for a period of time? I believe, in my humble opinion, is because we made that promise to the spirit world that we open ourselves up to serve. Now, I'm not saying for one moment I played any part in their development. I didn't. But I believe that the other world saw uh, an opportunity that they needed just a little bit more. And that's these little gold nuggets that you get. And so I kind of really want you to start offering yourself to the spirit world and say, look, to our friends and to our helpers and to the great power, if you need me or you need something, take or guide me. I am yours. As my love moves within your world, may your thoughts move within my mind. And these wonderful opportunities will present themselves to you. And sometimes flowers grow in the darkest and dampest places, which have a great impact within this world. So, by all means, watch, by all means, pray, but by all means, give of yourself and great things will come. 
So this next clip is me talking to Mr. Eric on one of our Fridays. It's called In the Arms of Eternity. As a trance medium, Scott takes at least 10 minutes to blend with his eyes closed with the spirit world. Some of these people I told you who do these channeling from who knows who, well, they can just close their eyes and start talking, which leads me to believe it's more of them and less of the spirit world. She says, my husband passed five years ago. I so much want to be in touch with him. So I have taken mediumship and automatic writing courses, but I feel that I don't really shift into an expanded state. How can I be a better conduit to exchange messages from him and give messages to others for the highest good? Thank you, Eric. Well, my friend, may I say this to you? The journey has already begun for you to know that your husband lives on. Many people in your world do not accept that statement. But you know because you are searching, even though it has been five very long years, five very painful years that have been days in weeks and months. But you have found the strength to investigate. Is it truly possible with some results, yes? to be a better instrument for our world. It is to sit in company of who you are. This will be the root of your development. Like any tree that reaches great heights, it must always draw from its root the strength. The root will hold it firm, even though the mighty wind will blow. It will hold it to the earth if the rivers burst their banks. You must always remain with the core of the development of sitting to know who you are. Once you become relaxed with this thought and the emulation of communication starts to exude from you, then grab that pen and bring it to life. But to understand for this moment, it may be the pen that writes, but it comes from the message within. You will realize you may not have to hold the pen and just sit and listen to the voices that may speak through the memory of who you are. To allow the time to be your friend, not your enemy. To appreciate life and also appreciate the eternal life. Every time you think of the loved one, and in this instance in the story, your husband, if you think of him and see him happy and well and shares laughter and strong memories that brings overwhelming joy, that is him working his way into your life after he survived death. If you see or think of anything that causes any disruption or discomfort or any pain or tears of sadness, it has come from your mind. And therefore, we have to work with your mind to return that smile to you. 
So to become a sharper tool or instrument, or a clearer voice of our world, like the master's hand has to master the tool. As you unfold your understanding, we also learn to work with you. So it works on two sides of the stream, my friend. You can become clearer, but we may have to catch and speed our thoughts rapidly. So, my friend, psychometry helps for you to understand the vibration of now and of the past, building your sensitivity so that all facets of who you are can be used. And from that can be the rise of the spirit. And therefore you become and use the title medium, a medium between the worlds, for the worlds. You may travel the world and sit in different chairs and listen to different explanations but you are learning from someone else that sees communication from their own making. And are you not the storyteller of your own story? Be who you are and be in your own company. And therefore, my friend, your gift will unfold how it is meant to unfold, not with the influence of someone else's ideas. Sandra, my dear, is that pleasing? Yes, very much so. Thank you, Eric. I apologize to you all that time is against me. It has been a fascinating conversation to engage with the words that others have uttered or to hear your sweet voice has uplifted my spirit. But may I return this to you and say to each of you who may go to bed this day concerned, allow your mind to be free just for a moment. For when you sleep, let us counsel you. So when you wake, you have the focus to face the day and see it through. May the love of our world wrap around you and the families that you represent here this day, may they know and have the knowledge of the eternal life. Good day to you, my friends. And good day to you, Mr. Eric. You can always join us on a Friday. Just go to wedontdie.com, click on the store page. Well, as it's been said in this episode, the journey has already begun. I know it has for you because you are listening today. As Neil Donald Walsh said, be out of your mind and into your heart. That's where it all begins. As Mr. Eric was talking about going within, please revisit episode 115 for the experiential journey. And I hope you start inspired writing or automatic writing. Have that special journal between you and your loved one and see what unfolds. In closing, I'm Sandra Champlain, and I'm always so happy to be your host on Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 
Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.